feeling good. I don't know. Someone else is feeling really good. He's already getting uh, a little scoff uh, on the Twitch stream. We just uh, logged on about a, a minute ago. Uh, ben already getting it. Ben in today, by the way. Rowdy out. Uh, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see if he can uh, sack up a little bit. But Benjamin, good morning. You're getting tripped already on Twitch saying, I love that Ben can get his hopes up. Now, what would that be in reference to, Benjamin? Good morning. It is. It's a beautiful day. Uh, well, it's a beautiful day in the state. I'll start there. Uh, it, it was a beautiful night in Boston as well. As uh, listen, throughout my entire lifetime, the Sixers have been pathetic, and every single time they reach the point they're at right now, which is the second round, tied two-two in Game Five, every single time they fold. Yet last night they come out. I, I don't know. The songs where, for you, Ben. I don't know where it came from. Songs for you, buddy. They ran the Celtics out of the gym. They're co-favorites to win it all. Bill Simmons is crying on Twitter. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Speaking of crying, uh, Boston Celtics fans everywhere are crying uh, in the stands. Uh, they did like a, a a pan of the audience, and there were so many of those Celtics fans that looked so dejected, so sad on their cell phones. It was all going down. And I just thought of you laughing watching the TV. So good. So good. It's a beautiful morning for Benjamin. And, and listen, think think what you want to think about Embiid and Harden. And even I am one of their bigger critics at times. Last night was the best I've ever seen the combo of all of them play. That block by Joel Embiid was pretty badass. I can't believe that big guy, as, as lumbering as he is, has been with that injuries. Oh, yeah. He got down the court fast with those long strides, and he threw down the big block. Was that on... Who's that on? Was it on Smart? I forget who it was. Derek White. Was it on White? Whatever it was. He threw a giant block. One of them. Went like spilling across the court under the basket, and that was like, Embiid with the block. Oh, yeah. It was pretty sick. I probably need to give a a heartfelt apology to Doc Rivers as well. Listen, there's a lot of there's a hey. lot of amends that I'll need to make with this team. Sixers if still they have actually to win. go and do something. They're gonna know. win one more game. Oh, they're gonna they're losing seven. To advance. Uh, 76ers win one fifteen to one oh three uh over the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics, they just look bad. Like it was not it was bad. Um Well I think at least partially the Sixers made them look bad. Yeah, well, part totally. of that was because of how well and how ahead from ahead they were able to play, which again has literally never happened in my life. Um, it's uh, it, I'm happy for you, Ben. Again, as the song suggests, it is indeed a beautiful morning for for you. Danwell House, and then in the late came out of nowhere. Good morning, Danwell House, and then on the late yeah. night game, uh, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, a tenth career playoff triple double. As uh, he takes down the Nuggets, take down the Suns, one eighteen to one hundred two. A little feisty, Kevin Durant. Uh-oh, shoving the Joker around. So this was the scene. You see Monty Jokic trying to listen in. Then Bruce Brown, who knows KD well. They spent the last two years together. And then the push, Durant of Jokic. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I, Here's the thing. Even though Jokic is a European uh Benjamin, he did not flop. I don't know if you saw the video or not. If you go and watch it, he did not flop like the Suns owner when the Joker shoved him. KD gives him the forearm shiver, and Jokic, who is uh, I, kind of a badass, uh, did not flop, but KD gets teed up as uh, tensions are running high for the Phoenix Suns as the uh, Nuggets are now up 3-2. to two. Do many people care about the Denver Nuggets? Oh, the easy answer is no. Right? Like... like of all the teams left, that fan base has to be the fewest, yes? Well, yeah, uh, correct, yeah. yes. 
I, I mean, they have one of the best players out there. They play on the on the West Coast, yeah. and they don't have the power of LeBron or the Lakers brand. So inherently, I would say no. Yet, I think it, I think it would be awesome if you put a team like Denver and just so happens to be a, a team from Philadelphia as well, you know, <laughs> together late. But seriously, you have Jokic and Embiid, who next to Giannis have been two of the best three players in basketball yeah. over the last two to three years. That was the MVP and, voting. Well, they play the same position. Yeah. So if you put them together in an NBA Finals, which I think is what I'm rooting for, I, I don't need to see LeBron. I would love to see it's literally head-to-head. Like so often we talk about great quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. They went head-to-head in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but they're not playing directly against each other. They're playing against the defenses. Yeah. This would be Giannis... I, not Giannis, uh, Jokic versus Embiid every single time up and down the court for however many games. I think that would be a treat. That's what I love about you know basketball. I mean, you got five on five. It's mano we mano. You have to have to bring the offense and the defense. I mean, foot, don't get me wrong, football is king. But when you get basketball, you get two titans going at it, like Embiid and Jokic, if that would be the case in the NBA Finals. It'd be must-watch. And uh, I think you had made the statement before we started the show today, Ben, that uh, Embiid owns the Joker. He's yes. had some success, yes. <laughs> yeah, in, in head-to-head games. But that that's the nature of the regular season, where when they played against each other and Bede knew, if I, came, if I come in and put up 45 on him, that helps my MVP case. Yeah. Where there are games during the regular season where even if it isn't that important, you circle that game. Whether you're playing against another great player at your position or you're on national television, it's not a back-to-back. Like, there are those games that during the regular season you could tell have more weight, and those games always did, and, and Embiid had them. What, yeah. The biggest names, I mean, obviously if I'm the NBA scheduler or I'm the NBA guy writing the storylines behind the scenes. Oh, uh, you want. I want LeBron James. You want Boston, L.A. Yeah, I want LeBron James in the finals taken on, because that's just timeless, right? You know, the Boston, two, L.A. is well, huge franchises battling like they've done for decades upon decades. And they haven't battled actually for a while. Yeah, I mean, like, it harkens back to older, you know, the Kobe when and, men were men, you know, oh, that, that, that connotation. That's, <laughs> no, that's like 2008, 2009. Back when LeBron James was a kid, I guess, uh, still playing in the NBA. Yeah, oh, LeBron was there. Uh, yeah, what? you want Boston, L.A.? Well, Boston, Philly is actually, I think, the most played playoff matchup yeah. of all time. Because of back to the '80s, they played every year. Would you want the? No, I know the Warriors are down um, as the, they're going tonight. Warriors, Lakers are the late affair. Heat next. Would you want the Warriors like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, or is their time kind of? No, I know as their time kind of come and gone. I'm like they've been in the sun for a spotlight for a long time. The NBA would want them because they're a draw. They have the star power. You have the contacts with them. Whether you you love to watch them, whether you're a fan, or whether you're tired of them winning every year. They bring that power of like everybody has a feeling about the Warriors. Yeah, I would say as compared to maybe the Suns. Well, okay, the Bucks played them in the finals, but I'm, I'm kind of indifferent against the. I'm Suns. indifferent on the Suns have, too. They have fine players. Some of them I like. Some I mean, of them I don't. Devin Booker's tearing it up in the playoffs. He's like absolutely unconscious. You have KD. I just don't like the Phoenix Suns. Unless you throw the Chicago Bulls, will get with Michael Jordan on it. Then there's some feelings there for me. But for the most part, I just don't. I don't have any feelings about the the Suns. Yes, so like the Heat, like the Knicks. I don't really have feelings about the well, Knicks. Well, they also stink. Yeah, like that's another thing. Okay, like I know Suns, it's New York, but I have no, I don't, I don't. It's not the '90s. Like I don't care about the Knicks. You know. Well, the Suns and the Nuggets, and the Warriors and the Sixers, I, I, and the Lakers. Honestly, given how they're playing, I would say all those teams 
Like you watch them and you say, okay, I could see that team winning it all. Yeah. I don't think anybody watches. Not only are the Knicks down, but watches Heat Knicks. I feel the same way about the Heat. It's the Bo- same. Both of those teams from that series, I don't think have any chance to actually go all the way. Like I like watching Jimmy Butler to a degree. I don't really care for the Heat. I like watching Jimmy Butler to a degree, but like, what do I want to see? Duncan Robinson coming up hitting the three in the finals? Like Max Struess. I don't care about that. Everybody <laughs> I don't hates care the about Heat. that. Like yeah, so. Eric Spolstra is cool, I guess. But outside of that, like. I'm not tuning in to watch a coach, you know. I would, I would love if the Joker, if the Nuggets make it, as awesome as the Joker is, in well, my opinion. Do people would people nationwide care? I don't think so. I think they would also. Nuggets Sixers would be two teams that have not been there either ever. That or, matchup would be cool, or in forever. So it would be cool to watch that happen as opposed to the – because in basketball we get fatigue. Yeah. Whether it's the Heat every year with LeBron, whether it's the Warriors, Warriors. every single year, uh, or just like LeBron fatigue and then Warriors fatigue. And uh, the Celtics is just there, made it last year. They've always been there. Now, but, is there LeBron fatigue? Definitely. Yeah. We didn't get him. We didn't get anything last year in the playoffs for the Lakers. Sure. I think people will want to see LeBron again. Well, oh, I would love to see LeBron again. Yeah. People are fatigued about uh, people are fatigued about his greatness. That's why everyone knocks him all the time. I would love to watch him play in the finals. Like it's 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 remarkable what he's doing at his age, still playing at this level. Yeah, it's incredible. And and whether you like him off the court or not, he is still an amazing person to watch play basketball. Yeah, even if you hate his guts, you still watch. He's a lightning rod. Uh, okay, we'll do some more NBA. Milwaukee Brewers, man, that offense. They put up nine runs on Monday uh, against the Dodgers and then only two solo shots, two runs last night, five hits total. Uh, they fall. Eric Lauer, the Dodger killer, got absolutely annihilated. Who could have uh, seen that coming? A, a pitcher that struggles with home runs. Well, no, Lauer, the Dodgers' worst team against lefties, and Lauer was a Dodger killer his whole career. He got just dominated last night. And your buddy Noah Syndergaard, he had a, he was like bleeding everywhere from a cut before the game. He didn't even last like an inning. Yeah, he pitched and, one inning. Yeah. Yeah, then they got him with every pitcher that then, they have on the roster. And then they said they're going to probably put him on the IL with a cut on his finger. That's, that's not a big loss. <laughs> but I, it, listen, Eric Lauer last year, he had that stretch in June when everything was working and he added the new pitch or he added the spin to his curveball, And the thing that always has gotten him is the long ball. He's just always gotten crushed by home runs. So uh, the fact that he gives up one to bets to lead off the baseball game, wasn't all that surprising. The Dodgers end up getting three, uh, two of them were off Lauer. I can't say last night was all that surprising. Eric Lauer has, I I expected a, a big step up last year as the season was going on and we have not seen it. No, we haven't. Uh, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to the Brewers. Hey, hey, today though, what a matchup Wade Miley versus Clayton Kershaw. Oh gosh. Oh, oh baby. That's going to go well. Oh baby. That's going to go well. Who's the better pitcher in that matchup? Wade Miley, obviously throughout his entire career. Is, whole career. is that a discussion? The whole, whole career, Wade Miley. 608 321 <laughs> Would you take Clayton or Wade Miley over Clayton Kershaw if over any year of their careers? Wow. Line two though. Good morning. Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? Chad, my man. What's, What's up, Chad? Hey, I, I have a two-part question. Hey, who who is the Looney Tune that asked or that basically stated he didn't want the expansion of the college football playoff, and what cut-rate clown college did he go to? Oh, that uh, would be Ben Kenny, and the, the clown yeah, college he went to was, I think, your alma mater, the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> Both of those would okay, be correct. That, 
That makes a lot of sense. Here's the deal. Ben Kenny is that, like, 65-year-old guy who's, like, still reliving his glory years. Oh, come saying, on. I, I, wish, I wish it was how it used to be. And really, you, what, you don't like more football? You don't like more games? You don't like there the excitement of the tournament? Okay. Here's the thing. Hell yeah, Chad. Let's Number go, one, baby. Hell yeah. Adding more games doesn't mean you're FCS. making the sport better. It just means the games you already have now mean less. Alabama, Stop. every single, every year, Alabama, Stop. even if they're down, they're going to have three losses. You go to last year, they had a couple losses. And it's not going to matter. They're going to be in anyway. They're Alabama. And those teams are going to be freaking unbelievable. So even if they're hurt, even if they lose their important games, they're going to make it in. So why do we even care about the important games anymore? Chad, he wants deep blue, what if, what he wants deep blue BCS to keep picking champions. What if they make it to Ann Arbor in the middle of December? Yeah, I'm not saying, no, the games are going to be awesome. Those games that they're at it, I'm fine with those. But I'm not fine with what they're going to do to the rest of the season. Get out of here. The rest of the season won't mean anything. The rest of the season means nothing in every sport. Well, it means something in college college football. Say your piece, Chad. It means 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 practically zero right now because of what you just said. You already know Alabama is going to be there. Except for last year when they lost games. No, my point is... You have teams now that lose games and therefore lose their shot at playing for a national title. In the future, that's not going to matter. So who cares? Yeah, but Ben Kenny, don't you want to see? Don't you want to see Wisconsin take on Alabama and go down there and steal a win? Yes. Don't you go see, down to right? Alabama. Hey, they could see it in ben, two years. Ben's oh, a defeat. Ben's a de- hey, Chad. Ben's a defeatist. He'll lay down. We've talked this the other day. Yeah. Uh, he would have stopped Paul Revere for saying the British oh are coming. Oh my gosh! Stop. We don't. We don't want to look. We here's the deal. No, no. Let's we see go down up. to Alabama to steal a win. It could happen. They might, think, don't know you, they might be thirty point yeah. underdogs. Chad, imagine if he's in the American Revolution. He's the one guy saying, "I don't know, boys. I don't think us twenty year olds are going to do it over the the, the English." He'd tell Benjamin Franklin I, not to fly. The he'd, he'd tell him to, he'd, to be take the Declaration of yeah, yeah. Independence, burn it up, and lay down his musket. It's. Yeah, if ben, if ben Kenny was the president of the United States in 1941, we'd be speaking German. I don't want it. Relax. We, we, need, we need a playoff. We need a playoff. We have a playoff. We have a, it's gotten better. We have a four-team playoff that works. He would have knocked Paul Revere right off his horse. Let me, let me propose something to you. Think about this. The weekend of Thanksgiving, you have the first round of an expanded playoff. Oh, so what happens to rivalry weekends? Are we just not playing those games? Let them talk. And then it runs all the way through the holiday season every single weekend. And then at New Year's, you have the final game. I love it. Think about, think about, think about how amazing that would be. I love it. I'm thinking about it. I can't even stand up right now. There are some issues. Home playoff game on December 20th. Where are all the kids? Oh, they're on winter break. They're not going to be. Oh, they'll cover the playoffs, baby. That's something. They show up late anyway, man. Do we take yeah, away the yeah, yeah, fields? <laughs> so now there's no more rivalry weekend or, or what? Don't matter. Just move it earlier in the year. Now we're asking college yeah. teams to play 18 yeah. games in a season? Yep. How's that going to work? Yes, we are. Well. They do it at FCS and on down. They do it. Yeah, they Fine. do it right now. <laughs> no, they don't. You're adding three games. Oh, please. They're kids. 
Exactly. They, students. they could play three games a week. Every other division here has a 16 team. Here we player. go. Here we go. Here yeah, we and go it's stupid. No, it's not. Chad. Because they're regular yeah, they're, season. No, they're not students anymore. You can make money. Now they're just athletes. Yeah, exactly. It just gets rid of championship yep. weekend. Chad, Ben's an idiot, I know, about some of his stuff. Oh. We want more Grandpa football. Ben. Grandpa more ben. football doesn't Grandpa mean ben. better football. You're still watching love every second it's of like it. It's like economics. Oh, please. You, economics of Ben. Chad, Answer me this. If you print millions of dollars, what does that then do? You send it to Ukraine. It makes the other money you have matter less, oh, mean less, money. be worth less. It's literally the same thing. Chad, more money there's, doesn't there's, just mean you have Chad, more money. Have you it ever? Means the money you had doesn't doesn't mean anything. Chad, have you ever in your life ever heard of a Wisconsin football fan arguing against the Badgers making the playoffs? It that is did. wild, I, isn't it? I, if they're going to make it, then make the four team. The teams haven't been good enough. Unbelievable, isn't it, Chad? It's it's insanity, but you know what? Grandpa Ben has his he's set in his way. <laughs> Chad, Chad, you the man. Much love. All right, peace. <laughs> like, we're really late for a break. Yeah, your take's wrong. It's fine, but I have one final question. Is making the playoff all we want? Yes. Do you want to win the Baby playoff? St- well, obviously. Because you have a better you gotta chance. You got to get there first. You have a better chance with four teams to win it. Uh-oh, I got people blowing up over We're just going to get participation trophies for making the playoff. Oh, awesome. You made the playoff and lost. Do you not want Wisconsin to be in the college playoffs? Yeah, I want them to make it, but I want them to be good enough to make it. Yeah, once they expand to 12, they'll be. But but is the team getting better, or is it just easier to make the crap playoff? You know, there's moments in life where people need to step up, and some people try to stamp them out. Big government, sometimes, you know, regimes, when they see a little faction rising up, they want to put their boot down and stomp them out so they don't have a chance. Big mushroom trying to yeah, big mush- shut big, us down. Uh, we have, you know, Benjamin... Who is on the sides of dictatorships? Not oh, wanting to see God. Shut not want to see the common man rise up. Get it. What, 12, what does that have to do on. with the common man? Twelve college football playoff teams. You finally give others a shot to come at the king, come at the big dogs. As the king was getting coordinated on Saturday, Ben said, "I wish we would have lost the Revolutionary War. I wish I was under his regime." Instead, <laughs> us small colleges rose up from the ranks, took down the big dogs. So here's the thing: How they have a shot right now. It's called being good enough to make the playoff. But you know what happens is nobody else is good enough. Cincinnati made the playoff. Did you that root for take- Russia in the movie Miracle? <laughs> did you root for even? Did you did you root for even Drago and Rocky Four? I think that's an unfair. Did you celebrate when Apollo Creed was killed in that you movie? You rooted for the Cowboys and Little Giants, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> right, we've, we have to take a break again because we're so late. Uh, our guy Fuller says, uh, not sure what Ben means about the regular season not mattering. Maybe Alabama makes it every year, but it's going to matter for a ton of other schools who now actually have a legit shot. At Excuse me, it matters now. The Badgers have had a legit shot. Go back. Listen, things have changed in three years. They've been bad. Go back to 2016, 17, and 19. What happened? They needed a win in the Big Ten Championship to make the to make the playoff. Go back to seventeen seventy, and they didn't do it. So you look back upon those years and know those teams could have been good enough. They lost the game they had to win, which is what's great because it makes that game meaningful. In future years, we'll go into that game and say, "Oh, they're in the playoff anyway. Who cares if they lose?" Yeah. Hey, I I want them to go to the D two model. Twenty four teams. Big. Hell yeah! All right, there's a lot of things at play here. I have yet to meet. Or meet. I've yet to hear from anyone that agrees with Ben Kenny's take on the expansion of college football playoffs being a bad thing. Uh, I have yet. It's not a take. It's the truth. I have yet to hear anyone say, "You know what, Ben? You're right." So we'll we'll get back into that. 
But uh, an update on news of the weird. Uh, we didn't have much time. This story is wild. So uh, a woman, her wife had, uh, a woman, her husband had died. She wrote a children's book about dealing with grief. A little later, comes to find out she murdered her husband by giving him a Moscow meal that was laced with fentanyl. I just, Obviously. I just read more of this uh, this article. Okay. Yeah. Well, now the couple apparently had issues before his untimely or his timely death for her part. Like what kind of issues? Apparently, while vacationing in Greece, this was a year earlier, or a year earlier, uh, while vacationing in Greece, and uh, one of the, the deceased guy's sisters told investigators that he called her from vacation in Greece with his wife years earlier, excuse me, claiming that she made him a drink and he got violently ill and he thought she was trying to kill him then. Yeah. Years yeah. earlier. Yeah, and then on Valentine's Day, she tried to do it again. And which, then, which begs the, the why question Why do you keep of, taking drinks from her? Why do you, why are you still with her? Now, well, yeah, in that one too. Ebo, an elephant in the room in this situation is that uh, she is, I would say for the story, surprisingly attractive. She's rather attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of the hot crazy scale? I would say, but, but she doesn't. She's really high up on the hot crazy scale. She, she doesn't look that crazy. That's the that's what's that's surprising. That's how they get you. Why do you keep? Well, a why are you still married to her, and b why do you keep taking the drinks she's giving you? If you keep becoming violently ill and think she's trying to kill you, why do you keep taking the drink? Yeah. Like, why? Maybe that's... he likes the syrup. <laughs> well, there's fentanyl in it. All right. There you go. There, wild story. And then she wrote a children's book about it. <laughs> okay. That All came right. out a year to the day of him dying. Yeah, and it's about dealing and with grief. She has since been arrested. Oh. And they caught her because she said on the night she went to go sleep in the kids' room and uh, left her phone in the normal room because yeah. her kid was crying or whatever. Well, Turns out uh, she, she had her phone and she was texting her acquaintance. Yeah, texting her fentanyl dealer about getting more fentanyl. Uh, wild. I kid you not, uh, I love all of our listeners. I would love to hear if anyone agrees with Ben Kenny. I love all of our listeners. I literally, this is, I say this a lot because I'm, I never lie. This is truthful. I think of listeners I haven't heard from in a long time, and I swear to God, that day, then they call in. Like, I manifest it. I, like, I speak it into existence. I thought of this cat as I was driving into work this morning. Like, I haven't heard from Tommy in a while. And by me. God, there he is. Tommy, what's up, dude? I think we got a mind meld going on, dude. I've been missing you, too, but, you know, since you moved your transmitter, I got to go out of my way to even hear you guys. Unbelievable, so, Tom. I know. Um, the thing about the lady uh, who poisoned her husband and all, um, I think he was just trying to get laid. I mean, you know, he was putting up with anything. I just don't understand why you keep taking the drinks. Like, why do you get uh, RIP to the guy? Like, I'm not, you know, callous to the fact that he has you know, died, but why do you keep taking the drinks? Yeah, I made my wife an omelet with our own eggs and ham today, and she was so nice and happy. She said she would never poison me like that lady. Oh, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's amazing. Nice. That's Congratulations. So well done. And there's nothing better than having your own eggs and an omelet out of it, Tommy. You know, whatever. Yep. <laughs> also, uh, we've got, you know, my 2,000 feet of bookshelves. We're doing our oh. kitchen uh, with new cabinets and all I'm making, and my uh -oh. wife said she needed some shelves in there for books. Tom, was that her yelling at in the background right there? Yeah, she's yelling at me to... Not be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought the omelet you made was amazing, Tom. No, she said she wouldn't poison you. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tommy, let me ask she you this. Right now. No, you're, um, uh, can I ask how old you are again, Tom? I forget. Did I ask? 
that? How old are you? Can I ask that? You don't I have made it past 70 already. Oh. So let me ask you this, Tommy. You have, you have two kids, right? Yeah. Robert De Niro. One of them is a rocket scientist working at Cape Canaveral now. <laughs> Hell yeah, The other dude. one is an OBGYN doctor and doing C-sections and stuff. Incredible, man. Things. Let me ask you this, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, if you were to hit the age of 79, would you want another kid? Um. Uh, I wouldn't mind having some youngins around, but uh, this isn't going to come from my loins. So. Robert, <laughs> Robert De Niro at the age of 79 just became a father once again, Tom. Bobby De Niro, 79 years old, just gave, well, his wife or girlfriend gave birth to a kid uh, the other day. He's 79. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't make it to March Madness for my vasectomy, but I had him. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be at March Madness, I know, and I didn't. I believe that. So. Uh, that's funny. Tom, you're the man, brother. No, and the Brewers. How do you feel about the Brewers, Tommy? Well, you know, on the days that they play badly, I can't. I don't understand why they take a relief pitcher out when he's striking three guys out in a row, and then they take him out and the next guy gets bombed. I don't understand that. So I really question some of that stuff. And the other thing is, I really wish they'd pick some of these young guys and let them play every day. I know the platooning starts to make sense in terms of math, but people get on a roll. You know, Terang has a couple of good days, and they let him sit down. I, I don't understand that. So. That's my concern. Yeah. Tom, we'll see what happens. Uh, the very winnable division, though, for the NL Central, you know? Yeah, but, you know, they play really good against the Dodgers, one of the best teams in baseball, and then they get shut out yeah. basically by them. So yeah. it's like, who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Every day. Tom? Anyway, we miss you guys. I miss you, Tommy. I miss you, brother. Keep it rolling. we Will do, baby. See you All right, Tommy. Right. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. The oldest man... To, cons- to have a child, according to the Bible, was Abraham. He had Isaac when he was 100 years old. Take Whoa. that, Bobby De Niro. Uh, line two, good morning. You won't believe what I just saw on today's show. Kurt Loader. <sighs> Kurt Loader? He's still, he's still like kicking? the VJ? Well, they, yeah, they said it's the end of the era. They just showed on, on uh, today's show. He's done? Kurt Loader. He's alive. Huh? Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. Oh, he's still alive. But yeah, it, I do. It, MTV News. Hey, Charlie, I have a question. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Do you want that them? Out too much? <laughs> do you want them to expand the college football playoff? That means Wisconsin has a better chance of getting. Uh, it. It's not. I, I, I've heard about this on, on the Today Show and your show uh, <laughs> years ago. I don't know what to think. Well, what no. do you think? Well, Charlie, no, he's he's no. Charlie, he's Charlie, 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 wouldn't you like to see the Wisconsin Badgers, the football team, in the college football Your playoffs? Honor, yeah, yeah, Your Honor, badgering a witness. Ba- I, badgering? Oh, oh. Say that again, Charlie. If it helps out our university, I'm oh, all for it. Oh, no. You are oh. that a baby. Well, I don't Thank think you, it Charlie. does help. More money? They have enough Charlie, no problems. Charlie, is, isn't money the cure-all in the world? They signed the television deal. Well, I'm sure it's the television deal. That's obvious. But I worked for the Badgers three he, times, three including times. the Cole Center. Didn't you cook? And Herbert didn't you cook? Cackworthy and Mary Alvarez. And I, Camp Randall. Yep. And uh, I worked my butt off for them washing pants. <laughs> and you and watched cooking. a hell of a pan, too, kid. You did it good, too. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I, uh, you're a guy who I... New from the Big Ten Pub days, uh, he's now the uh, one of the front runners for the kitchen, and it's like uh, Charlie got to make more than that. I said I forgot I, What's <laughs> I forgot I was cooking for, especially after cooking on air. That is that is funny, dude. <laughs> Charlie, you the man. We love you, brother. 
Hey, Thank you, you for get, being on the right side of history, okay. too. I don't care what anyone says about uh, I don't know. I think me. That was a choice. That was a choice. Bye, Chuck. Bye, Chuck. See you. See you. Charlie's on our side. I don't know. I think that was more towards mine. He said no. He says whatever helps on the university. You can't just lead him to him. You did. He said no. 100% you did. Do you want the Badgers to have a better chance? Yeah. It's not all about that. It's not leading. The real question, though, is badgering a witness. Do you want him to be your only ally? No, I hope there are more okay which is why the phones are open okay uh line three good morning who's this oh hey what's matt is that you yeah yeah it is hey, hey what's up me? brother what's happening oh i'm just depressed you know because i i can't make the golf outing this year so that's sad you guys oh. are going to like a country club is shame that on you shame on yeah, you yeah yeah no I'm, yeah. You, well, yes we are going to uh town yeah the edgerton the town, town country club the home of steve stricker june 24th wow, details mad city sports we'll get it going until tpc wisconsin's belt yeah, well, maybe, maybe something maybe something will change in my schedule but i don't know uh we got we have another uh ben kenny doppelganger sighting from oh. the cubs game last night oh uh, interesting was graham mertz, was it graham mertz? He, no 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 never reliever his name is andre Oh, you're cutting out. Yeah. What's his, what was his name? You're cutting out. Was, what's the reliever's name? Andre, what? Uh, sorry, I, I was driving right past, so, you know, it goes out right there. Uh, uh, Andre Palante is his name. Still... Andre Palante? Enrico, Enrico Palazzo? Palazzo? <laughs> no, not Enrico oh, Palazzo. I kinda... no. <laughs> I, I kind of see it. I see it yeah, more so yeah, than Mertz. How do you spell his last name? P-A-L-L-A-N-T-E. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can I'm, see it. I'm always looking out for Ben Kenny doppelganger. Oh, I can see it. He looks more like a mopier Ben Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. I think I think as Brewer, Brewers and Cubs fans can agree on one thing, we hate losing to the Cardinals. Ugh. Yeah, and they're in last place, so we all can uh, revel in that fact. Yeah. It feels nice. Yeah. Hey. Yep, other than that, I'm just depressed. No golf outing unless I'm... Something changes in my schedule. You know, uh, you know so, who yeah. you know who has the ability to change their plans. <laughs> the person with the plans. Yeah, me. You know, you know. That, that's right. <laughs> Matt, right. We'll, we'll have a beer in your honor, though. Okay, buddy, or multiple. Hey, hey, Charlie sounded Charlie sounded pretty clear minded there. I can understand. Thank you, Charlie. Was very clear minded. That's why he's on the oh, right side gosh, of history. That's why he's idea. on our side of the take. Yes, indeed, you're correct, Matt. <laughs> it's not a take. Yep. Matt, we love you, buddy. Thank you, Matt. Can I make that clear? This isn't just a take. It's a philosophy. Of life? I'll do it on air. Ben, bad take alert. <laughs> bad take alert. It's not just a take. No, it's a philosophy about how the sport should be run and should go into the future. No one wants deep blue. That isn't just a computer take. picking teams anymore. No, a take is oh, that like Wade Miley was going to stink. That was a bad take. Well, let's hear this take. It's line four. That's a bad take. Could be, I think it might be Daniel. Could be Wisco Chad. Could be Todd. I don't know. Uh, who's on line four? Good morning. Todd. It is. It is Daniel. Daniel. I have, uh, What's up, Daniel? Thing to say about the poison. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, please. All I could think about when you were talking about it was uh, the Emperor's New Groove <laughs> when uh, the skinny chick is trying to poison him, yeah. <laughs> and they can't find the right poison. You know. <laughs> yes, I know. It's been a while. I, I don't, I don't it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, I don't know if that ages me a little bit. No, it's good. It's fine. It's, well, this woman killed her husband and wrote a children's book. So, I mean, you, <laughs> it's fine. It fits. It fits, is what I'm saying. Should we buy that book and do a, do a reading on air? Do you want to support a murderer? 
Well, she's in jail. I, I don't think she's making the money from yeah, it. Yeah, I think you do. I, you no, can't I think it goes to the in, kids. You can't profit when you're in. Can uh, you not profit when you're in jail? Well, how do people release mixtapes? Like, Gucci Mane was in prison for like three years. He released like 80 mixtapes. His, his label got, releases it and they make money. He can't. I don't know why I brought up Gucci Mane in this situation, but I did. <laughs> they probably I give it to I the kids. Can, I don't know if you can make money off the crime you committed. That might not be. <laughs> I guess I don't know the ins and outs of, you know, that kind of law, so. That would make yeah. sense. Like if you murdered someone, then you go wrote a book about it or well, a movie. Well, if, if you go to prison for RICO, you're not going to, whatever scheme you're, you're if running. If I go to prison for RICO, I'm still going to run my RICO business. My Yeah, from well, yeah the, you're going to run prison. it from the inside, but you're not directly getting the money. I have a little carrier pigeon money, to drop me off money and drugs. Well, that's probably going to happen, but that's not allowed is the point. Daniel, what's going on? Bro, Daniel, you're a smart man. You're very intelligent. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, occasionally, yes. I mean, every time um, you've called it, you've been a, besides your Aaron Rodgers takes, you're a you know, breath of fresh air, you know? So. Well, I have, I, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of the play-in tournament? Am I? Yes. March Madness? The play-in tournament for the NBA. Oh, uh, well, after uh, seeing that the Heat get in and beat the Bucks, uh, I wasn't, but now I am because it gives you more basketball. Okay. I was going to say because... You're looking for the gotcha moment, weren't you? No, not really. I was, I was just, I, I was trying to make sure that you're not, you know, talking out of two sides of your mouth there because never, uh, never. Because if if you're if you're okay with expanding playoff, right? Yep. Um, it does take a little bit away from the integrity or importance of that playoff, just a little bit. So every time you do that, um, you know. So you, you have to you have to sacrifice a little bit of how important and how crazy it is to be in that situation. I used right? to fight so, it, Daniel. Now I welcome it with open arms because it gives you meaningful basketball. It's meaningful, unlike the regular season. You'll get more meaningful college football playoff games. Meaningful the regular season. I know that it is, is all that is I know it is. Like the first four in March Madness, now more meaningful not. games. Oh my god, who cares? You tell a Heat fan that the play-in game is is disres- no, What did you say? Was the what do verbs you use, Daniel? It who, was a, who cares about the first four in March Madness? Nobody. Tell the fan base that uh, of the team that does it. Oh gosh, the 16 seed that's going to get their. You're going to look those kids in the eyes and tell them no one cares about you. I don't care. You're going to look those kids straight in the eyes and their parents say no one cares about you, kids. Oh, so now now they're kids again. Yep, that's right. Okay. Well, here, the here's here's the the final take <laughs> of that is uh, there is a four team playoff right for the college football playoff. Correct. That is that is up from the BCS model, which had two people that could make it, and that was all based on computers, right? Stupid. Yep. Um, I I don't know. I right now you have one of maybe six teams that usually has a chance at winning every year, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe six mm-hmm. because of recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the college football playoff expanding to twelve probably doesn't change that because the same six teams are going to make the final six. Right, mm-hmm. at least you would think. One would assume, um, but there's always that outlier, you know. But but I think I think what's cool about a 12 person playoff is that there is a chance. Thank you, Daniel. However small, Thank however you, small it might be. That's all we want. That's why I'm saying in 1776, I would have helped Paul Revere warn about the British coming. Ben would have shot his horse Here's and stopped a, them. Like so the Kentucky Derby. Tell me, there's a chance. Here's you a, think you think that the Revolutionary War, Ben, that they were just going to lay down their muskets? Here's a genuine they question. Beat Here's a genuine question. Do you, do you think do you think the expanded playoff helps seriously do you think expanding the playoff 
helps or hurts Wisconsin's chances at winning a national title? Helps. Helps them. Uh, you're get you're delirious for thinking. You got to be if for a chance to win. You have, you to, have be to be in. in. But here's the thing, Daniel. Daniel, would you rather? Would you rather? Yeah. Have to have to win three or four games where you will be close to ten point underdogs. Think of the party. Therefore, every time they win. multiply like let's say pure chance. Let's say you have a thirty percent chance to win each game, and that's probably being generous when you're playing Georgia, given how they're constructed. Multiply thirty by three. That's your chance to win all three games, right? Okay. Would you rather have to do that or only have to do it twice? We saw what TCU did last year, and Wisconsin could realistically be that. You just have to have breaks, beat the first team, and then just cross your fingers and pray that you can stick with the next team that's there. Having to win more of those games against the better teams makes it inherently harder. It is going to be so much harder for Wisconsin to win a national title. So, two or three. What do you mean so? Do so you want them just to lay down and you say we're going to lose? You just think it's going to be easier. No, I want them to stay at four. So it's it easier because you're in. Because yeah. It, but if you're in well, and you have to beat, how do you how do you great, win a championship if you're not in? The top four well, they need to get, get in. They hey, need Dan- to, Daniel. They Daniel. need to get in by by winning the games they haven't won in the past, which means they have to get better. Daniel. They're not good enough to do it right now. Daniel. Yes, they are. You're at home. What? You're at home oh. in the 1700. You're at home. Paul Revere's riding by on the British are coming. What do you do? There has to be a do you better knock analogy. Him, do you knock this. him off his put horse? In, he puts or do you help wire. him out? Oh, you put in a tripwire? Give me a break. Or do you say, you go get him, Paul. You get him. Lord Boy, am I, am I am I a peasant or do I have money? It doesn't matter. You're you're an American, or soon to be an American. <laughs> you're, you're you're just a colonist. Yeah, you're like you don't. You're sick of getting paid more for tea. I don't know. I'd stop drinking tea. If, 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 if I, you're telling if, me that you stop Paul Revere. If I'm if I'm down at the if I'm down at the pub the whole weekend, um, I probably don't care too much about Paul Revere. <laughs> but that's that's where the plot all happens. All right, so how about this, do. boys? How about this, boys? In Ben's defeatist attitude, I'll let you go after this. Defeatist game. attitude. In Ben's defeatist attitude. Do you guys remember when uh, Wisconsin was hosting LSU at Lambeau Field and LSU LSU was fifth in the country and the Badgers were unranked? I do. And LSU came in days in advance. Everyone was partying in the parking lot, thinking that they were going to roll a big hog all over this because they they're did. LSU. You're comparing. What happened? We got in there and we owned them. You're comparing an apple. You would have laid down. You would have canceled the game. You're comparing an apple to a boulder. Daniel, what do you say? What, what, that LSU, what was that LSU's team record when the season ended? They stunk. I, Whoa. I Preseason rankings were stupid. Daniel, were you oh, at that wow. game? Were it's you at that like game? Half the SEC wouldn't be where they are if it was my, the preseason. My little sister was at that game, actually. And but they had. That's they had a good five game. NFL players on their defense. Yep. The Badgers. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. That, that Badger were, team was good, were, and they could have made the playoff. Ben would have canceled the game and said, Leonard you know what, they was on the other team. He was. Well, and I, I don't think that it's as much about the winning of the championship. <laughs> That's so bad. I think it's, so I think it's a, a lot more of it is the legacy understand. and the, the importance of making the playoff right now, like for recruiting rankings and that kind of thing. Like, having recruits think that you can make the playoff. And obviously if it's 12 person, it's a lot easier to make the playoff. Probably is harder to win a championship. I don't even know what I'm yelling about anymore. I've got Paul Revere and 1776 and LSU. And... Expanded playoffs. Oh, yeah, expanded playoffs. I'm all for it, Daniel. Let's go, baby. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's, that's about it. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> it's, you know who I the figured... entire Ebo, the entire argument is you want it to be easier for them to make it. And that's it. Because once they're there, it's hard. Them in. 
Yeah, you want you want the requirements to make it. What Wisconsin fan doesn't want them in the playoffs? I want you. them in. The, well, I want them in, but I want it to be a four-team playoff, which means I want them to get better. Do you not like money as a either? program? There's Nothing money. to do with money. You don't like heated fields? Oh gosh, so they they signed a, a freaking TV deal. Ben not right about money. now is do you not like partying for these games? Is the guy from Braveheart who comes gives uh, William Wallace that little cloth that his wife sewed? And then tried to kill him. Yep. During the during the hunting. Yep. That's what Ben's trying to do right now. Yep. Unbelievable. He's saying um, line, line love, two. Good morning. I love my Wisconsin oh, Badgers. I've, Whack. I've I've breaking news by the way. Oh. Who's who's this on the line? Quick. Hey, it's Mark the Virgin. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Uh, be a part of breaking news with us. What's the breaking news? <laughs> Brad McMurphy. Uh, the Big Ten quote is strongly considering removing its requirement for league teams to play a Power Five non-conference team annually starting in 2024. Yeah. AKA. Once the playoff expands, we need to make sure our teams have all the good records. So let's not only make the games not matter, let's take away all the good ones. No. Let's just have them go play. They're doing, like because, they're doing it because of a gentleman's agreement that the SEC has never adhered to. Okay, fine. But guess what? I like when the Badgers play good teams. Yeah. You, you talk about the LSU game. That was incredible. Yeah, you would have canceled the game. Yeah, so let's have the Badgers go play Acorn State. And and I mean, Kennesaw Alcorn? Mountain oh, and Kennesaw and Boise State. Southern and just so they Don't can get a good record to, to make a crap twelve team playoff. Or Dog That's PQ. what this is about. Uh-huh. You mean Pac twelve? Hey, Mark the Virgin, what's up, dude? <sighs> All right, hey, I'm gonna hey, Mark. I'm gonna make this brief because uh, I know you guys are probably up again. Ah, do whatever you want. Whatever. It's, it's Wednesday. It's Hunt Day. Whatever. First of all, the LSU game. I was at Taste of Madison. Sitting on the lawn of the Capitol, drinking beer, watching on the big screen. Oh, nice, beautiful, and. When the, when the clock ticked to zero, we got the hell out of there because there, there was a riot about to happen. Oh. It, the, the crowd changed like in the snap of a finger. It was awesome. Like a good and, riot. Good riot? Yeah, yeah. Like it, Not it, like it, we're going to go bust erupted. all the windows open and, and loot and steal. We're going to like just drink <laughs> beer and scream a bunch. Yeah, it wasn't gre- grease in the lamp holes riot. But it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was fun to be there for it sure. Wasn't eating horse poop um, riot? <laughs> ben would have canceled that uh, game. I wasn't. I wasn't that drunk. Um, <laughs> We're not that drunk. So before I get to Ben, I'm um, the lady that poisoned her husband. Um, <laughs> why? Why did he keep taking drinks from her? But, Apparently, the juice. The juice was worse. The worse the sweet. <laughs> man, man, you make it really strong, honey. This is gonna be messed up quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. Um, R.I.P. All right, you're, you're not going to believe this, but oh, I'm on oh, Ben's side. Oh, yes! Oh. We got one! Are you drinking Are you drinking fentanyl lace drinks? I love you, Mark. I, I That's amazing. Had, no, no, I haven't had any Bloody Marys. Um, <laughs> so he, here's my reason. We don't need them you to Because you would have stopped Paul playoffs. Revere. Oh, sorry, what? We don't need them to expand the playoffs to get in. That, that's a defeatist attitude. We're, we got our... Oh! 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 You cut him off. You guys were both looking at me. Barry Alvarez straight you got, up cut him off. You guys were both looking at me. You I gotta did be not, kidding. I did not this, touch hey, the, hey, I did not touch this, it. This wouldn't be happening. The Your dial Honor, tone wouldn't be happening if you hit the button. I did not touch it. Your Honor, I would like to uh, uh, revisit the... The dial tone would not be happening if you didn't touch it. This, You know how... If you touched it... You know it, what it was? We wouldn't you hear this. this sound? You hear this? Yeah. That's the sounds of the football gods oh. saying Ben and Mark the Virgin are so wrong. Seven... Oh, my ears. <laughs> that wouldn't happen if you hung up on him. 
I will say. Wow. Uh, all dropped. The football gods. Have two sm- things are going in Ben's, Mark, Ben's Mark, way here. Mark, and they both dropped. Mark, call in again. Oh, uh, line two, who's this? You silenced my transmission. Oh, yes. <laughs> I did not. No, I did not. Everyone no. can see. Evo, Evo you of all people. I, I thought you were better than that. Nope, Ben. Ben, were my hands up? I I cannot Don't. confirm nor deny. Come on, put my hands well, I know on. Ben I did not know it. I didn't do it. You that go, leaves one suspect. You can go back and look at the Twitch channel. And uh, actually, Mark. It's actually Ben. He reached across because you were making better points than he was. <laughs> so so here's here's my point. We're like if if you if you're the best team in the Big Ten, you're in. We agree on that point. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Big Ten championship or just the best record and beating all the teams you have to. Yeah. Correct. We, I mean, we we kind of have to do that to get in anyway. They're they're going to screw us over regardless if it's four teams, eight teams, or twelve teams. So, or at least at least to make a run, at least to be good enough to agree about us getting screwed over no matter what. Yeah, to win some of those games. Yeah, you have to do that. I don't want them to back their way in if they're eight and four or nine and three. That's not good. Those teams won't be worthy. They, they won't be do good a Big enough. Ten championship game that way. No, I, I I think Mark's right. It's a defeatist well, attitude. No because he agrees with you. You just want to make it easier well, to get in, which is a defeatist attitude. Why doesn't Wisconsin just get better? Hard. Say we back our way in, and we have to play like the number one. See, we're playing Georgia. Oh god! Even if we even if we win that game, what I mean, what's going to be left of our team for the next game? <laughs> Ben once compared Wisconsin that they should compare themselves to Minnesota and also says that. Not what I said. And he also says that Ohio State, they're already going to beat Wisconsin. So there's your defeatist attitude. Not what I said. He, 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 he aligns with the captain of the douche canoe and P.J. Fleck. Wrong. And he's already laying down against Ohio State. Also wrong. <laughs> well, this, is the car you wanna, this is the horse you want to test your, your car honor, to, Mark? Your Honor, falsifying evidence. It's not erroneous. <laughs> so, it's not erroneous. So here's, what, here's how we're going to get better. We cleaned house on the coach, and this is happening across the state of Wisconsin. It started with the Badgers. Now we're seeing it with the Bucks. Next, next is the Packers. I'll give Craig Council another year. Uh, Packers, Battle Fleur, this is your last chance. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And, I like that. And you're out. Are you? Are you? Are you? Is Luke Fickle already in the hot seat for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah his, his feet are a little hot. Yeah, <laughs> that heated field is, is warming his feet a little bit. <laughs> Mark, uh, uh, we love you, despite you on the wrong side of history with this bad take alert. Be you, be you, be you. We'll find out. Yeah, we will. We'll we find love you, Mark. We love you, buddy. come to fruition, and you cannot silence my transmission. I, I will. <laughs> hey, much love, brother. Much love. All right, much love. That's Bye. incredible. See, all right, and now he he hung up on himself that time. That's all I need today. I have two. Line, I have Mark. I have Charlie. Line three. You do not have Charlie. Line three. Hello. <laughs> Boy, Tim from McFarland. Hey. Timmy, what's up, dude? Hey, Tim. Hey, man. Uh, I got a couple things here. Did you know what it, uh, from Morels? You soak them in salt water because there's bugs in them? Yeah, that's, what, that's what's going on right now in my fridge. Yeah, and then, then you uh, just dab them in uh, seasoned flour. Like I put garlic salt and pepper in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then fry them in butter, man. That's what I. And that's what are, I do. That's what I do. Yeah. They're. they're I'm sorry if I. I no. No. You're good. You're good, brother. That's 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 legit flavor country right there. Excellent with steak. Um. With the chick that was poisoned, I read that too. And then I don't know if you, I hope you guys didn't talk about this, but another odd story. Did you hear about the Nashville toe sucker? Oh, dude, the, the the hotel night manager that snuck in some guy's room and the guy woke yeah. up with the manager sucking on his toes? Yes. I would have beat that dude to an inch of his life, man. 
and uh, you look him look him up on the. Uh, oh, he looks like a toe sucker. Looking, he looks like the, the Napoleon Dynamite's brother. Yeah, I mean, if there was a if there was a definition about toe sucker, that'd be him. Like, like now, I know one of our listeners really loves feet. We love you, uh, Enzo. But this guy, this guy looks like the kind of a guy that sneaks in and sucks on a toe that doesn't want to be sucked on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and the, he, the reason he was going in the rooms because he was checking for fire because he thought that uh, there was a fire alarm going off. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just yeah, some yeah, really believable. Good toes. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all I got. You know, I thought my wife was poisoning one time. Just come out. She's a bad cook. So. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. Um, I, I'm, I'm thankful for her. I'm thankful for that woman, though. And uh, otherwise, I'd have to move in with Scott and sit on his chair. Again. <laughs> all right, boys, have a good one. I'm out. That was, a, that was a deep cut reference right there. And with the horn blast at the end. That was a deep cut 6 a.m. reference to that's Scott's cool. vibrating chair. Uh, still gotta, this is still the first break. Jesus. All right. Yeah. All right, Ben, you got one. Mark the Virgin. That's fine. That's all I need. You guys, hey, maybe a half. Hey, keep in mind, Mark the Virgin, the guy has never laid. That's, he never has scored. So no wonder he's not going to agree with uh, a, a chance of getting, you know, to score. Let's lower the requirements for everything just to make it easier. You know? Colleges, uh, you don't need to get into school. Well, yeah, look at Alabama. How it does for them. Yeah. Well, uh, that has nothing to do with football. Well, sure That's just geography. Yeah. I mean, if Alabama's a juggernaut. Their recruiting classes are not amazing because of academic standards. They are because Nick Saban <laughs> is a god, and they are in Alabama. Yeah, all you got to do is be able to sign your name on the dotted line barrel you can get in. Then you go win championships. So tomorrow, 7 Central, is the NFL's release of the schedule. Now, we'll finally know we, we know what teams and every yada, yada, yada. We'll finally know like dates, times, etc. There's a couple different changes in the schedule this coming season that already been leaked. Uh, the NFL will have a Black Friday game for the first time ever. That'll be, you know, um, do you ever get down to the Black Friday shopping? I never did. No. I worked retail a little bit Once. years and years and years ago. The the scum of humanity comes out at like 4 a.m. They're like zombies. You've seen like zombie movies where they're just like wandering around aimlessly. That's like the people waiting for stores to open. Well, that was back in the day when televisions were somewhat hard to come by. Yeah. and they would Right, s- where you want the deal. But nowadays, TVs are have gotten a lot cheaper. Dude, I'm telling you, when I would do it as a retail, it wasn't even for TVs. It would be like five cents off of hand towels. And people would step over other people's grandmas just to get them. It was insane just for the... Yeah. The idea of getting a deal. But I yeah. do. I I will say, Black Friday online shopping because I'm lazy and I don't like. I, I hate malls. I hate shopping centers. I've I grew up in a city. Obviously, like like the act of walking to some of those places is fine, but the whole mall thing. Oh, dude! I've always been out. I've always found them very depressing, no matter where they are. But I, I love- online. I used to go uh, like Old Navy, just threw forty percent off on on everything, and yeah, you could find some deals. Going to because well, I'm older than you, but going this was even before like Amazon all this stuff. Going to the mall was lit, dude. It was it was you'd get after class, you go once you got your license, go to Madison, go to Westtown, uh, just go walk the mall, holler at some uh, some some you know in my case holler at some females, and then you get denied. Then you go to the food court and you have a little uh, Sarku Japan double meat. And you get it going. Some good stuff. Maybe it, maybe you went and bought a CD back when that was a thing. I remember getting a 50 cents. Uh, 
Get Rich or Die Trying. And then, uh, what was it? I think uh, that album just turned Bloody 40. Massacre. I, I know. It's hell of an album, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was awesome. So the NFL will have a Black Friday game for the first time ever. Now, games don't necessarily belong to networks anymore. All games are, quote-unquote, free agents. So that can happen. Teams can be on Thursday Night Football twice now. So you can only on twice. And not all teams are guaranteed to have a prime time spot. Pretty much uh, the translation of that is Amazon Prime got totally screwed throughout all of last year oh, the because games terrible. the games were terrible. And they are paying the NFL a boatload of money. You could see it in the money they gave to Al Michaels to go over to Amazon and uh, Kirk Herbstreet as well, obviously. That is telling you that a certain television executives were not happy at the games they received. You think Jeff Bezos made a phone call? So, well, the Thursday night's part of that. Like, if you have a really good team, they're more likely now to go Thursday night again because of the money that is behind all this. That's what that is. It's we, we don't need to be beholden to have the Jaguars play the Texans on Thursday night anymore because there's there would always be those crap Thursday games as a way to get every team one primetime game. They're doing away with that because they realize nobody watches. Yeah. Now check relatively. The, yeah. Now check this out. The international games. There's five international games during this upcoming season, and uh, the first one's going to be the Falcons versus the Jaguars at Wembley Stadium in London. So that's going to be October first. Then check this out. October eighth, the following weekend at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the Jaguars are still in London and will take on the Buffalo Bills. You get back to back London or like, like international games. For the Jags. Now, their owner, Khan, he, I think he owns the Tottenham Hotspurs, if I remember correctly. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. But he owns, uh, he's, he's in London, and they're trying to get a team eventually in London. Is, what do you think of back-to-back games for the Jags in London? Well, it's funny. That's tough. They're always there. I, I mean, I guess back-to-back isn't the worst thing because you're there, and you don't have to travel multiple times. The messed up part of it, and I guess the thing that messed up the Packers so bad uh, to the, I would say I, I would partially blame the head coach for this, is that they were not prepared for the, the travel, and they were too stressed out about what playing in London would be like. Mm-hmm. But the like two games in a row, I think, would make more sense than if you're going to play two international games at other moments. Yeah, so I think that works. Uh, let's see here. The King said there's breaking news here of the schedule. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, here, uh, a little breaking news. The Black Friday game we were just talking about before the London games has been announced. It will be the Miami Dolphins versus Aaron Rodgers in the New York Jets. Black Friday, Jets, Dolphins. Whoa, baby. Well, you hope that Rodgers is still playing at that moment. That could honestly be the game that gets him over 65% of the snap. Because we want Rodgers to play as much as possible because that bodes better for the Packers. We want him to play exactly 66% of the snaps and then the team to stink and him to stink, believe it or not. Some people. I do. Yeah. For the betterment of the future of the Packers. I want Rodgers to play as many snaps as possible. Therefore, it benefits the Packers, and we get to see one of the greatest guys to ever do it. Continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? What are some other games sticking up for you, Ben, on here? Uh, what are your Eagles doing? Well, uh, Eagles Giants on Christmas. Ooh, buddy. Fun. Oh, buddy. I is, think is Danny so, Dimes going to take it all over Jalen Hurts? No. I, I think what's so interesting about the Packers' schedule, first of all, all of their tough games are at home. Like, when you look at 
Okay, they play a certain like they play the AFC West, which is tough. It's the Chiefs and the Chargers. But when you look at okay, we know who they're going to play, but how is it going to be distributed? I think not that they've been given a gift, but I think it it breaks down somewhat favorably. They are like you obviously have Bears, Lions, Vikings home yeah, and away each yeah, year, yeah. but their home games are the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Rams, Saints, and Buccaneers. And their away opponents include... Now, they do have one more road game than home game, which is not ideal. But their own games are the Falcons, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Giants, and Steelers. Not a murderer's row by any means. And they get the tougher games at home, which, number one, helps. If you would ask me, okay, the schedule gets released tomorrow night. What do I want to see? What would be ideal for the Packers? I want the Chiefs and the Chargers and the tougher games to be as late in the season as possible. Yeah. I want the cakewalk to be early, both for the confidence of the quarterback, but also every other young rookie that needs to get his feet under him. That's he needs to get thing. acclimated. Yeah. So if you could give me early matchups with the Falcons on the road, they can welcome the Saints in. Who might be okay. Uh, the Bucks probably won't be that good. And then the Bears or whoever. If you could give me those games to get the tight ends going, to get Jaden Reed involved, to get Love comfortable. I would take that in a heartbeat. And then maybe late in the season, Chiefs at Packers, ideally, let's say it's in early December. Get it cold up there. The Packers look like a fringe playoff team. Be nice. and then that game means a lot, and you get the juice. That compared to, say, week one Chiefs at Packers. Ooh, that'd be a shellacking, I feel like. Not good. Yeah, not good. So I, I think there are some angles where you could root for when and and where or when and at what time the Packers play some of these teams. I mean, obviously you want, in terms of just being a fan, like Chiefs, you know Bears-Packers will be Sunday night at some point, even though it's low. Okay, a question for you, and this comes from the King too. Uh, the Packers, will they still have five primetime games this now season? Now questions. Will they have five primetime games this season? If you get primetime games, you're good. <laughs> Theoretically. If you have primetime games, you're interesting. Yeah. Well, the, the Packers are Interesting. I find them captivating. They're they're obviously going to have less than they've had. And part of the late season primetime games were because the team was either in the playoffs or fighting for it. So later in the season, they flex all the games around to get the meaningful ones. Mm -hmm. You want them to have four to five primetime games because it means they're playing meaningful football late. I would I would guess they would have four, four, three or four, one Thursday, one Monday, one Sunday. Yeah. And then. We'll see about the rest because uh, they're not they're not going to be terrible. I don't think. Well, let's hope so. So there are teams like the Jets before they got Rodgers and before they were good, or say the Texans that don't deserve any primetime games, but in the past they've always gotten one. Yeah. For this Packers team, like they're still interesting enough to put them on a primetime slot, and I don't think the division is going to be run away with by the Lions. So it, I think, at least going into mid-December, this team will still have a chance to make the playoffs and a chance, hopefully, at the division, which means, yeah, they're they're clearly interesting enough to put in those spots. Yeah, uh, more will be revealed tomorrow, obviously, when it all gets you know put out there. But <laughs> the Packers, the Packers, they are interesting because it's the great unknown. We've known what they've had for the last thirty years: Hall of Fame quarterback play. What I mean, Jordan Love is the biggest storyline. What else is interesting about the Packers outside of Jordan Love oh, and, these, and these young guys that he's got to you know learn to rapport and everything? They with? they finally have a new kicker. Yep, 
That's one. Will the defense live up? I mean, they got every first-round pick you could ever imagine. Will they actually so, be good? That's where I have some trouble. Tell me more. That's been a constant topic from 10 to 2. I don't mean to give Joe Barry excuses. But here we go. But when you name all of the Packers' first-round picks they've used or that are now on the defense, okay, entering the season, how many of them are seriously injured? Two of them. Rashawn Gary and Eric Stokes. Yep, that's tough. So it's hard to say, okay, they have eight first-round picks. Well, they're going to play at least half the season probably without two of them. Uh, Darnell Savage, there's a question as to whether he's any good. <laughs> but but yes, I, I guess he could be deployed better. And then the rest of them are guys that you expect a lot from. That's Clark and Wyatt and and uh, Koi Walker, Jair. Lucas Van Ness. But also, Van Ness is young. It's not as if they drafted a guy... Uh, yeah, like Aiden Hutchinson, for instance, who might not have the highest ceiling, but had played so much football that, you know, he's at close to his peak. Lucas Van Ness, apparently, if he had stayed at Iowa next year in the draft, he would have been a top five pick. Like, that's the kid he was. That's what he was turning into. And people always freak out that he wasn't a starter. That's just what Iowa does. He had the most snaps, though, on defense. Yeah, so I don't know. If it's fair to expect him to go crazy from the start, just because of like, I think it's a great a learning curve. You know? I think he's going to be an incredible player, but from the first game of the year, maybe not. So I look at, I look up and down the defense and then also the defensive coordinator is not beloved by all. And when we say, okay, what's, what's the bigger story? Who has more pressure on them uh, between say Barry and LaFleur? I think it's Matt LaFleur by a landslide. I, I think the big story with the season, aside from Jordan Love, is what the team is under LaFleur without Rodgers. Totally. What the offense is. Because not not to say, okay, Joe Barry's seat is hotter, obviously, because if he's bad, he's gone. But who do we expect more from? LaFleur. Out of the two. By far. Because you could make the argument that LaFleur attached his you know wagon to the two MVPs, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers. And now it's like, okay, we finally can see, this is what a lot of people say, how the offense is supposed to be ran under Matt LaFleur. So this is huge for Matt LaFleur. Can you do it with a first-time starting quarterback? Like, this this is how good Matt LaFleur and his play calling is. Yeah, yeah, we learn what he is as a head coach. So I, I think the story's LaFleur. I think, I, I think the pressure is more on him solely due to the reason that we expect more from him. Yeah. We expect him to be, or we think at least, he is that type of coach. However, there are real questions because of the change as to whether that's true. Not to say I don't think it is true, but obviously there are questions when you go from, like you said, Aaron Rodgers now to a new quarterback. Uh, so the defense, I have tempered expectations where I, if they get to the top half of the league, I'm happy. And I just want to see as the season goes along, a lot of steady improvement and steady play when guys return from injury and when young guys get better. I know Ben, as a Packers fan that I've been my entire life, it's always been, we need to fire the defensive coordinator. That's every single year. When Packer fans want blood, it's always for the D.C. Does that exist in other fan bases like your Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> of course. Eagles? Like, is it is immediately the knee-jerk reaction is fire the defensive coordinator? Of course. They wanted Jonathan Gannon fired when the team was 8-0 because he didn't blitz enough. <laughs> Which is stupid. Is that the most like thankless job uh, as a DC? Well, it's thankless, except when you when you win. Unless you got, like the Legion For of instance, Boom out there. Jim Schwartz in Philly is loved because he won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But what's the difference between what Gannon did against Patrick Mahomes last year and what Jonathan 
uh, and what Schwartz did against Brady in 2017. The only difference is Brandon Graham had a strip sack at the end of the game. That's it. They gave up the same. They got shredded. Yeah. A lot of yards, a lot of points. Brady set records for passing on him. So it's really just the result. And then if the result isn't happy, then you go and blame the D.C. I, I will say... Obviously, you want the defense under Barry to play the style they played towards the end what of the year. What would make a Packer fan happy? Like top 10? Well, t- I, I think top, top 15? Well, I think top 10 is a little out of the realm of expectation. I think top 15 would be, would be I say really solid. Or 14th or 15th. That's, I, that? I'm totally content with that. Um, but the thing is, I, you want them to see the style they played at the end of the year last year. Yet, the NFL these days, like teams don't blitz. Blitzing is not part of it. They play the style that, frankly, the Eagles played last year where you just let you keep things in front of you and you make other teams march down the field after play after play and not get beat by explosive plays when you try to blitz. Quarterbacks are so good now and with the rules that if you can diagnose it, the blitz, then chunk play no matter what. So, yes, you want to see the style. You want to see them get aggressive in terms of Allowing cornerbacks to get in opposing wide receivers' faces. You mean not to play tenders off the the receiver, but to expect him to start bringing all this crazy exotic pressure like Mike Tressel will at Wisconsin. I think that's a bit unrealistic. Packers aren't going to be smoking on that exotic this year, Ben. No, no. On that mid, they'll be all line one. Good morning. Hello. You're fired, Donald Trump. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> I, I went out of here and finally I saw baby, baby, baby. Later, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're fired, Donald Trump. Ice, ice baby. Went on a beer room for Ice House. See you later, Roseanne. Sounds happy. Well, yeah. the weather's nice. Yeah, it's a little Ice House day. At least my man's not on Steel Reserve. That's you know he's in the Hurt Locker. Ice House. That's a happy drunk. <laughs>